Bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. If you want to get your money up, bro, sign up to Bet with Joel. That's the bottom line. He's going to send you the right advice. You follow the system. You make money. It's as easy as that, bro. That's all I can tell you, man. You want to you give this shit a try? Go to betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription. There's no lock-ins. Don't know why you'd want to leave. If you're, if you're getting free money, bruh, you're just going to leave that? What's wrong with you, dude? Betwithjoel.com slash ref promo code potty. Sorry, slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Support the Welcome to the Potty podcast by buying a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. Dude, these shirts, I wore one to my gig last night and I felt like I was just receiving a warm hug for the entire show, dude. You want a hug, bro? Time's been tough. Get yourself a Welcome to the Potty Unsourced t-shirt. These bitches are fucking comfortable, bro. And guess what? 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. And you go to welcometothepotty.com slash charity, bro, or charities. And you see how many charities we've been supporting. We're fucking the most charitable podcast, bro. And that's a fact. You can Google that. Google that shit, dude. Welcome to the potty.com slash store for your butter soft. Welcome to the potty unsourced t shirt. Let's start the show. Welcome to the pot. To the potty, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts and the captain. I'm here today with Mr. Blake Everett, aka good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Nice bloke. And you you you're rocking the uh Delia merch. I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, promoting it today. Boundless. <laughs> <laughs> it's that uh, I very rarely listen to oh, podcasts. Really? Like, uh, yeah, I'll probably not listen to this. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, well, it's actually I I don't listen to this. I don't like to listen to my own voice. Yeah. No, well the only thing I've kind of really listened to is Delia's. Yeah podcast it's and this bit the den is yeah. just so funny <laughs> yeah he's a master yeah yeah <laughs> and i found out recently because i'm going to la okay uh, in a couple of months yeah I've just announced the big netflix uh is a joke festival oh. so pretty much all the i don't know if you've seen this no but it's like pretty much all the biggest comedians in the world are going to be performing at this festival oh. and i'm there are you performing there? No. Oh, so the biggest hello? comedian. Yeah, well, I just I don't, I don't know. I, like yeah, I no. thought maybe it'd be like like Fringe where you can sign up and sort of get. No, a, get no. a... I think it's you have to have something to do with Netflix. So I think it's right. all their artists. Oh wow! Like, some of the lineups are amazing. Is that why you're going? Or did no? That, it was only announced like yesterday. Oh wow! But the like the big one is um, I think Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, Sarah Silverman. Oh man! Ali Wong like. 
all these huge ass Just killers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. these are. And uh, Delee is doing a one-off of his podcast live. Oh, so wow, because he's never done that. Yeah. yeah. Joe Coy will probably be there. Yeah. Not a, not a huge fan of Joe Coy, but... Don't know I, who that is. Oh, okay. He's yeah. like American, <laughs> Filipino. Yeah. Man, and he's like, arenas, just like, it's all he does. Yeah, just, right. Yeah, he's like, basically the equivalent of Kevin Hart, I guess. Yeah. And his fan base, his fan base is all just like, Filipinos, like Hawaiians. Yeah. And he just, he's just killing it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be such a weird experience to do comedy in an arena. I don't know if that, if I'd like it. I don't, I, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah. I don't like I, watching comedy in an arena. Oh, what? You can watch it on a screen basically. Yeah. Yeah. But so, it's, yeah. yeah, it's strange that, um, like even when I've done bigger rooms, like for the, uh, the raw state final, mm. Um, Rhino room, like the upstairs Rhino room was like full, like to the back and, um, yeah, usually like open mics, it's like 20 people if that, right? So it was full and I did, I did feel that I had to give more space between my jokes. Like it took, like the back of the room was like, and that's only, well, that's not a huge venue. Mm. So like an arena, I'm thinking like, you got to wait like 40 seconds between (laughs) jokes. Like you're actually doing like 90 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the funny thing about Raw is because you only have a five-minute set. Yeah. And, um, like, because my sets that I've done for Raw are always so tight. Yeah. It's like, all right, so if I run this as I've rehearsed it, mm. it goes for four minutes and 50 seconds. But then you just get one big laugh. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I've gone 30 seconds over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I that's how I felt. I, yeah. Um, and I, I got wild-carded into the final. Mm. And so... I did a whole new set because I was like, well, it wasn't good enough to just get through to the final with what I did. So I was yeah, like, scrap yeah. that. Did a whole new set and cut cut a lot out of it because, yeah, because of that, like just to make it that tight five with yeah. the laughter. And um, yeah, it went really well. But Roots was just a killer. Yeah, he's killing it yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking to James McCann. He was saying like, Roots is like, come up the quickest that he's ever seen like anyone come up yeah mm. unreal that's great but you did class clowns yes which is similar yeah and you uh, and obviously raw as well yeah well yeah. i did class clowns which is yeah the secondary school equivalent yeah to raw i did that first when i was 13 years old yeah how old are you now i'm 22 22 oh wow and yeah. so was class clowns kind of recent or well, I don't remember ever hearing about it when I was in high school. I'm 29. Um, yeah, I think the first one was like early 2000s. Yeah. Because um, I know some uh, kind of mentors to myself did the very first Class Clowns. Mm. So, um, yeah, but I just kind of heard about it and, um, yeah, jumped in for it. Yeah, I, I enjoy watching comedy. Done talent competitions with my mate in primary school. Okay. Um, and yeah, jumped into it. Did 2011 and did the unfunniest five minutes yeah. you could imagine. In class clowns? Yeah. Yeah. So bad. Do you know Do you know what it was? <laughs> is it, oh, is yeah. it available online? Uh, it was for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's now not. Yeah. Because I put it online. It was funny. I was wearing some, uh, some blue board shorts. Yeah. A Scooby Doo T-shirt, okay, uh, and a Hawaiian. My very first Hawaiian. You do like Hawaiian? I love Hawaiian. Yeah. yeah, I've got one underneath here. Yes. <laughs> but my very first Hawaiian, which I got off my brother, yeah, and I wore that. And the only comment on the video was, 
oh, geez, his outfit's funny. <laughs> and then the only comment. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, a delete. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was bad. I remember, remember doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Okay, yep. Um, <laughs> so that's that's good, good timing comedy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I can kind of do this impression. That's funny. Yeah. Because I had just been on year eight camp. Uh, and I did the five minute set there, and all my you know uh, fellow students loved it. Oh, it's play, that's so funny. Mm. <laughs> but then when you take it to the the outside world, yeah, you realise it's not. So the joke with Arnold Schwarzenegger was, um, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's a he's a big guy. Mm. You know, I wonder uh, what it'd be like if it, when he needs to go to the bathroom, because surely. Uh, it, <laughs> Like what a strange setup! It's like, but surely this man's uh, load would be too much for a regular sized toilet. So he'd probably be sitting in his lounge, feel a bit of a budge, and they go, "Oh, you get to the chopper!" <laughs> and then a chopper would come down, and he'd get in. And he's like, "I need to do a pool somewhere." <laughs> and then they'd like fly, and he'd be like hovering over the MCG. Yeah, that yeah. was. <laughs> Yeah, that's where he's going. Yeah, that's he where he's going. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the ex-governor of California. Yeah. Take me to the Melbourne cricket ground. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's just there and, he, and he's just like hovering with his bum out of the plane and then just he's like, oh, I just dropped a 250 ton whopper. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the bit. Yeah. Well, I, like, I mean, I always like pulling and fart jokes. So. Yeah. Works, yeah. works for me. Farts are always funny. And I yeah. saw you talking about this in, in one of your recent guests. Yeah, I well. think we did about six minutes of that. So, <laughs> so I've had a, a, another comedian staying with me for the last week. Oh, okay. Uh, Oliver Coleman, who's just been on at the Rhino Room. And uh, <laughs> it's just so funny. I've never kind of stooped slow, so low into fart jokes. Yeah. But with him around... It's just all it was. Okay. Like one night we were going to bed and I was like, good night, man. He's like, good night. And then I just played four minutes of fart sound effects. <laughs> and I've never laughed harder. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's yeah. so good. Um, and he's he's not staying with you now? He's No, he, so he just did last week. Okay. Uh, he did uh, five shows of a show called The Prawning. The Prawning. Uh, and it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. So far, I'm excited to see where it goes because uh, we'll be doing Edinburgh together. Okay, we're both going over there. Yeah, well, and and Edinburgh, do you have to? Is it this similar setup to this fringe? Like you just sort of organise your venue and yeah, that yourself. Okay, it's um, it's kind of like it's more it's similar to like every venue is kind of like the garden. Yep. In the sense that like, you know you need a as a comedian if you're doing a show, the garden's kind of foreign land mm-hmm. because you need a pass to see anything in the garden yep. uh, whereas Edinburgh's like that they're big four venues each have individual passes and it's, it's very clicky in that oh, sense okay. but it's interesting actually I got my formal offer today for Edinburgh oh okay so, so you do need to be offered yeah so oh, you, okay. you've got to get in touch with the venues and then they'll offer you if they have oh, a spot okay. but I'm doing um, uh, I'm doing my show on a double decker bus yeah. Stationary, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not moving. <laughs> but it's kind of, he's like one of the, the biggest independent um, venues in the fringe. Uh, it's called uh, Bob's Blunderbuss. Okay. And um, so I'll be performing on the, on the top level of the bus. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, because I, I went there last year to see some shows, uh, and I was too tall. The ceiling's six foot tall, I'm six three. 
So I'm too tall, but it's such a good spot that I couldn't say no. So what, do you sit? Well, maybe. I don't know. My show's quite... Uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on. So I think it's just going to be after a lot of hunching, perhaps. Yeah, right. Because I've been... Um, I opened for Zach Watson at um, yeah, the Hell's yeah. Kitchen. And I can fit in there. Mm-hmm. But then when he put the stage in, there's like a... There's a beam. Yeah. It's just in front of the stage. So I could fit, but I didn't know if they could see my whole head, like, or if I just looked like this. Yeah. So he got me a stool, but I left it in the green room. So I forgot to bring it, bring it out with me. So I had to stand there. I, so there's no video of it or anything. So yeah. I don't know if they could see me or not, but <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like standing behind this thing. Yeah. But yeah, I don't move a lot. So I could have, I could have pulled it off on a stool, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, this is going to be funny. Yeah, you know, I and when's that? That's uh, so that's August, August seventh through to the thirtieth. Uh, right, yeah. and you've got but between now and then you've got Melbourne Fringe and Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah, well Melbourne Comedy Fest. Yeah. Um, then fringes, I think in October in Melbourne. Oh, okay. And then yeah. what about? Are you doing Funny Fest? No, that's the that's the Brisbane, Brisbane? one. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm not doing that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, how old is the? The set that you're doing at the moment. Uh, well, I, I did. Oh, my f- yeah, just, yeah, I yeah, did, let's, yeah. I did my first performance of this um, show two weeks ago, and I reckon I wrote it three weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because the night that I met yeah. you, I guess um, Pete and Shad said that you yeah. they had caught you still writing your your material about forty minutes before the show. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'm still writing it, I reckon, <laughs> it, it, well into my fifth performance. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah I, I work best under under pressure, mm. I feel. Were, were you like that in school? Like, yeah. assignments oh, the night before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it always worked out for me. Like I remember in year eight, I, um, we had to do an essay on a book called Bridge to Wiseman's Cove. And I read two pages of it and hated it. Yeah. So this is boring. <laughs> So I was the only kid in the class that didn't read the book. Yeah. But I was also the only kid in the class that got 100%. What? <laughs> what? Just yeah. bullshitting your way through? Yeah. yeah. Just fluked my way into getting the highest mark. Wow. And uh, that, that's how I've uh, lived my life since. Yeah. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, and uh, did, you, did you go to uni? No, no, I didn't. I, um, I considered it... For a while, but I kind of I knew I wanted to take a year to focus on comedy, mm. so I did that. I did my, well, I did my first comedy show when I was in year twelve. Yeah, um, uh, it was called I Should Be Studying, and it was done three weeks before our exams. It was quite a stressful time. Yeah, wow. Uh, it was great, but then I finished school, and then I did my first comedy fest, and then kind of just spent the year doing as much comedy as I can. And then around the end of the year, I, um, so I always, I do a lot of children's theatre as well. And towards the end of that year, I um, was offered to kind of take over the children's theatre company and start running my own thing. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we, we do like five shows a year. So then I was like, okay, well, I probably won't have time for uni now. Yeah. And yeah. So. Um, well, what were you considering doing at uni? Well, I was considering going up to the to the Gold Coast. Yeah. 
the height of education. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, they have a, an offset of the New York Film Academy there. Ah. And they have a uh, one-year conservatory, conservatory filmmaking course, which okay. I was quite interested in doing. It's like 48-hour weeks. You make 12 short films over a year. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Why? Why? But, well, maybe, you know, if... if <laughs> if I go into too much debt with this comedy show, yeah, which is what it's all about. Yeah, suppose, yeah, that's the French. Uh, then I might go up to the Gold Coast next year. Yeah. Well, you've done quite a bit of acting on screen and on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah? And like, is that that's like a passion of yours? Have you always done that? Like in school, you did acting as well, or yeah, yeah. Well, I probably I started acting lessons around the same time I did my first comedy routine. Okay. So before that, I was most interested in music. Yeah. Like playing guitar and singing. Because your, your show debut, yeah. um, multimedia, like you kind of, you've got a lot of different things going on, but you play yeah. guitar as well. And, yeah. 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 So I started playing guitar at uh, probably when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. My dad was a big muso. So, uh, you know, from a very young age, I, um, I loved like Alice Cooper. Yep. Uh, and it, that's very theatrical. Like the, he was the first live concert I ever saw was uh, when I oh, was, okay. I must have been seven, I reckon, in 2005. Uh, when I saw Alice Cooper and it just, I was like, this is amazing. Like to bring music and kind of theater together. Yeah. Kind of blew my mind. So I think that was my first big inspiration. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it kind of, uh, yeah, it was more music based for quite a while, but then eventually kind of fell into acting and comedy and yeah and now everything yeah <laughs> i remember i did yeah. i did a um might have been macbeth in high school yeah right but i wasn't like into acting really like i've always loved film and um my instagram's like all film reviews and stuff yeah i saw i was looking at some of your reviews today yeah. actually but um yeah i've never been into acting i was an extra on mortal kombat Oh, yeah. So next year, hopefully we'll see me. Hopefully I didn't get cut out, but I was a yeah. featured extra. So, um, oh, yeah, could, could be good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just don't know that I could like become someone else really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I get, I get, I'm a bit funny about actors cause I, I respect what they do. I think yeah. it is hard, Yeah. but I think they take themselves so seriously. I hate watching the Oscars. <laughs> I don't know why their their speeches and stuff for like their 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 political stuff. Yeah. When I get you've got a voice, but at the end of the day, you're pretending that's what your job is. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I get a, I get a bit funny with them, but uh, yeah, there's no way I could channel that like Daniel Day Lewis style, like just being like yeah. actually living it. All that's like. it's a bit much. Yeah, especially like um like Jared Leto. Yeah. Who went um, method for Suicide Squad. It was like giving cast members used condoms. And yeah. It's like, come on, mate. And, that, and then you because you're method acting, that's okay. But if I go and do that, I'm going to get locked up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a box of rats or something he gave yeah. Margot Robbie or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, this is weird. Yeah. No, get get a grip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I get it. With, I kind of get it with like my left foot for um, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. Like he basically just went fully disabled. And mm. had people cleaning him and yeah. um, he wouldn't use his leg and stuff like that. I get it to experience being disabled, but like mm. 
to experience being a fictional character, I think that's a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, just a bit out there. Well, that's a, that's why Heath Ledger did it as well. Yeah. And like, well, sometimes I think it works if you do it in a respectful way. Mm. It's, it's strange cool. that yeah. that character seems to bring out the best in everyone. The Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Nicholson, yeah. Ledger. Not, I don't. I don't really like Leto's one that much, but there was there wasn't a lot of him in that movie yeah. either. And then obviously like Joaquin Phoenix, like that was unreal. Yeah, well then even I'd say like Mark Hamill as the, the yeah, voice the in first the animated one. series. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a brilliant role. Yeah, I am um, actually the Joker is the reason I started making short films. Oh, okay. So there was a period in like grade five and six where I made. Uh, like 13 short films. I just bought a Sony Handycam and uh, every weekend I'd go out and make films with my friend. Uh, and the first script I ever wrote was The Origin of the Joker. Yeah. Except, here's the funny thing. Yeah. It never got made. Well, it did this, it got, it just <laughs> yeah, did yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was based on my script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, my version was never made. Yeah. It was the first one I wrote and then I was just like, it's not ready yet. Yeah, yeah. And then by the time I kind of stopped doing those short films, it just it never happened. Yeah. And I, I, that's my biggest regret. Yeah, dude. Well, I wrote, I actually wrote a movie once. Oh, yeah. And I finished it and I was like, well, I didn't, I didn't write it up properly. Mm. I wrote it like the story and the dialogue and stuff, but I didn't have it in script layout or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, all right, this is ready. I'm going to like transcribe this into the proper set. I'm going to shop this because yeah. I think it's good. When I was ready, I tell my friend about it, who is a filmmaker mm. and he's like, he's like, dude, I've just seen a trailer to this movie. <laughs> and I was like, bullshit, what is it? And it was a haunted house by the Wayans brothers. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I called mine paranormal blacktivity. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is like, this works. Like, this is gonna, this is gonna work. And yeah. then he's like, dude, you're gonna fucking hate this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw that and I was like, this is my fucking movie, dude. Yeah. So mad, yeah. So well, okay, does but, it Does it make you feel better knowing that that film was terrible? Um, I haven't seen it, but... <laughs> I've seen it. Okay. And yeah, they took it in a direction that I wasn't taking mine yeah. in. But after that came out, there was no way that like my yeah. mind could, but... Um, when, that was like quite fairly recently, wasn't it? When did that come oh, out? Like close to a decade ago now. Really? I think. Oh, okay. Because I was still, I was in college when I wrote that. So yeah. Yeah. Because that would have been the time where all the parody films were coming out. Mm, or like, yeah, later than scary movies. Yeah. But around like epic movie. And yeah. Meet the Spartans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw any of those because they, like, they just looked too much. I think I saw the... I think the first one was date movie maybe. Yeah. And I yeah. saw that and I was like, yeah, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> not another teen movie was dope. That was like the best. Yeah. One, that was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, yeah, I felt, um, I felt good that I was on the right track, mm. but then I was like, this, this game must be so hard that everyone's doing. Like remember when Dante's peak and volcano both came out in the same year and yeah, Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, no idea is original. That's is what that they say. It? Yeah, yeah, it's but, all adapting yeah. ideas. It's tricky. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now I've got I've got two questions to just sort of figure out where you're at. See if you're cool. Yeah. Now, 
how many pillows do you sleep with on your bed? <laughs> uh, on my bed at home, uh, I have technically five. Okay, but I don't sleep on all of them. Okay, okay? let me explain myself. Yeah. <laughs> so the the fifth one is like just a square pillow that you like you should have on a couch. Yeah. yeah. That's a Spider Man pillow. Okay. And that's like if I'm sitting in bed and I want my laptop. Yeah. Pillow goes there. Yeah. Laptop on top, so I don't fry my balls. Yeah. Okay. So that's an important. That pillow. is important. All right. As then the other four are normal pillows. Mm-hmm. Two are for me. Two are for if there's a guest. Yeah. There, there rarely is. Yeah. Uh, but then when I'm sleeping, I probably only sleep on one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that is that is acceptable. Okay. <laughs> two. Two to me is too many. Yeah. I've got a lot of friends that sleep with two and I don't understand it. I've tried it. Yeah. My neck will break. Yeah. And like, it's all right to have the second one. You can sometimes hug that. You can hug that second one. Yeah. I'd prefer to hug a pillow than my girlfriend. She's too warm yeah. and I won't sleep. Um, but yeah, we've got the same setup. We've got two on each side. Yeah. But I only sleep with one. I usually yeah. hold the other one. Sometimes I put it in between us just to make sure that I've got yeah. my own space. Yeah. Yeah. So, not one correct. <laughs> Thanks so much. That's good. That's not and yeah. um, the other one was. Well, can I just let me say, however, where I'm staying at the moment oh. in my Airbnb, the pillows are basically as thick as crepe paper. So um, I've been sleeping with two, yeah, but it's basically some, less than one. There's some, these Airbnbs, I yeah. don't know, some of them, some of them are really lacking. Yeah. Uh, I, I stayed in one in Melbourne where that their, their, their pillows were almost, remember, um, the gym class where you would jump off the trampoline into the foam pit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. So it wasn't memory foam. <laughs> It was just like blocks. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it, and I didn't know what they were. Was your Airbnb bounce or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It may as well have been. Yeah. Um, but that was that was across from Southern Cross Station there. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I understand. And this, I guess, this is racist, but <laughs> the the Asians buy up all the apartment buildings and they Airbnb them all out. Mm. And they just try and do it as cheaply as possible. Yeah, that's, right. I mean, that's the way I see it. I've never had an Airbnb in Melbourne, actually, that wasn't an Asian guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is my first ever Airbnb, but they, they are Asian, if that, if that helps you, case. Well, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. Well, also, funnily enough, they're, um, they're stuck in China at the moment. Because they went over for a holiday. Oh, wow. Uh, so they're stuck there because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, but that just means I get the whole house to myself. Yeah, nice. And what a good time. Just make sure you Dropbox that key and don't touch anybody. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be going to Italy in April. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Pretty nervous. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the, like, we're going through Europe. So, like, we've got other countries. So I think that'll all be all right. But that yeah. Italy's not looking great. So we Is might it? have to yeah. re- replan a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, right. I want to hold, like, I think it's five weeks away at the moment. Mm. Four and a half weeks. So I just want to hold off and see if it all, you know, they might just start jabbing us all and we'll be all right or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. 
Now you've got a uh, you've got a good voice. Oh, thanks. Do people tell you that? Yeah, I used to often get told that I had a voice for radio. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I did. I, I did radio for a little while. Okay, where at? Um, uh, Sin, which is a student youth network. Okay. Uh, which is just yeah, local uh, radio station run out of um, RMIT in Melbourne. Yep. So I did that when I was in year twelve. Uh, but you're only allowed to do two seasons of a show. Oh, okay. And then they bring someone else into that slot. And what was your show? Uh, it was called Banter. Okay. Uh, it was just me and my mate, Amos, just making up shit for two mm. hours. Not Amos Gill. No, not Amos Gill. Yeah, I, was gonna, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he's, he spent time in that. <laughs> and yeah. he's older. Yeah, he's older. Yeah, he's yeah. like my age, I think. <laughs> Amos, I didn't know there was many Amos's going around. I know Stephen K. Amos, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, my mate Amos met Stephen K. Amos one night. Oh, okay. And Stephen K. Amos was surprised mm. to meet someone called Amos. First name Amos. And then so he bought him a drink. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so funny. He's in Adelaide now, I think. He's just got here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's great. I've never seen him. My mum loves him. He's, um yeah, no, loves Stephen K. Amos. Yeah. He's very funny. Love seeing. I'm not sure if he's doing his talk show here. Oh, okay. But I know in Melbourne he sometimes does like a, just a few talk shows where he oh, gets cool. some guests that are, um, you know, doing the, the festival. Yeah. And yeah, that's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him on TV at like um, like Just for Last and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never seen him. I'm always really slack with the fringe. This is the most I've ever gone. Probably because I've got an artist pass, but yeah, yeah, makes it so much easier, <laughs> cheaper. Yeah. I've always thought, like, if I was at a point where I didn't have a show or I didn't want to do a show, I feel like I'd still apply, do, like, a one-off. Yeah. And then have the festival pass. Yeah. Because I'd spend way much more money just on seeing shows. Seeing shows, double-priced beers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it I think everyone well. should become an artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't, because... I was talking to James McCann about this. Um, he came. Do you know James? Yeah. Yeah, he came on the show and he was saying that, or maybe this might have even been off camera, but he was saying that <laughs> the, the festival gets bigger, right? Mm. There's more artists and more shit to see and it's diluted, but people are, people are spreading themselves thin. So the good artists that put in the work all year long are getting less... Ticket sales, mm. right? Is that, does that make sense? Is that what he was trying to say? That's, I think that's what he was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know that everyone should be artists. <laughs> no, well, it is. It's becoming a bit much. Like, I think in Melbourne, mm. it's, it's quite intense. I'm saying every man and his dog is trying to do comedy. Yeah. Because, and there's enough rooms for it. Like, in Melbourne, if you wanted to, you could do five gigs every night. Yeah, right. Um, that makes me nervous trying to, all of a sudden break into the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Adelaide's quite nice. You've got quite a, quite a, you know, tight knit. Yeah. Community. I know the first time I came here was outside of Fringe in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I think there was only four gigs you could do mm -hmm. in like a fortnight. Yeah. And that was, um, the open mic at Rhino Room, Cranker, Friday nights at Rhino Room and uh, Marion Hotel. Yeah, and that's yeah. just come back. Just started actually. again. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit better than that now. Yeah. Um, but it is still 
still pretty competitive and hard to get yeah hard to get spots so um yeah i want to i want to come over to to melbourne soon and see if i can get some yeah. spots yeah oh you'll get spots yeah <laughs> yeah just will you enjoy them is <laughs> <laughs> it like that it's a bit like often i find it's um that if you're doing the open mic circuit every week mm. you'll often just be performing to the same 10 comedians yeah who are also doing the same thing as you and then every now and again you might get a real human in the audience mm. <laughs> but it, it it can be tricky and so it's because you don't like comedians just don't like watching comedy i don't think yeah for the most part but i do also yeah. also when you're seeing the same if you're seeing the same shit all the time yeah it is it is hard like like obviously in adelaide the um the community is a bit smaller so when when i do see it i, I can recognize that something's funny but i've seen it three times that week so i'm just like yeah, yeah. it's not getting me yeah and i find that a lot like i'll do an open mic just comics get nothing mm. and then i'll go and do like giggles where there's actually an audience and just murder and it's yeah. like i didn't even realize that that was funny because yeah. no one was laughing on monday yeah yeah <laughs> i remember because i even when i've had like uh comic friends in the audience who hadn't you know seen that routine yeah like, they just still won't listen because i think also you just you caught up you you know you're focusing on your own stuff yeah, I think it's like even like with doing my show, I've haven't really seen anything the last two weeks. Just cause I've been so stressed out about getting my own stuff right. Yeah, so it's kind of that as well, I suppose. But I always yeah. think that maybe there's there's some sort of like not jealousy but competitiveness, where it's like I'm not gonna laugh at that guy, like because I don't want anyone yeah. else to be funny. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a shame as well because yeah kind of is a competition yeah I suppose we're all trying to get that Netflix special yeah <laughs> but it's a we, we should be in it together I suppose yeah you know we're all friends and I think the best comedy scenes that I've been to um, across Australia and Europe are the, the ones where it's everyone supporting one another mm. I think it's just a very nice vibe yeah know? and I feel a little bit um No, I won't bother being diplomatic. I feel I feel like Adelaide's not that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's cliques, there's certain cliques, mm. but I haven't felt accepted into the scene really. Like obviously Zach gave me an opportunity, which was yeah. like amazing. But then like speaking to like you and James and Shad and Pete, like I've felt more a part of you guys than I have in Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which um pretty disappointing because i didn't really realize that until the fringe started obviously yeah yeah and then i was like oh shit like adelaide's a little bit a little bit off here yeah yeah but um it's good it's good it's good in a sense that uh i can focus on on myself but um i also don't feel comfortable going in for like oh can you can you look at my set tonight and just like give me a bit of feedback like that? I'm not comfortable with that at yeah. all with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, um, which sucks. What's going on here? Oh, the memory card's full. Um, who are your, who are your comedic sort of muses? 
Like who do I enjoy? Yeah, or who like muses me. <laughs> muse as in like your inspiration. Is. Yeah. Well, um, I think my very first inspiration was um, the Umbilical Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I used to love them. Yeah. I haven't seen them for quite some time, actually. I think they're doing a new show. Maybe not here. I think they are in Melbourne. They're doing a new show. Yeah. But I, uh, I remember discovering them when I was in grade... Uh, it would have been the end of grade two. Went for a holiday with my mum and uncle up to Marimbula in New South Wales. And they had a uh, sanity DVD and CD oh, okay. store. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which all country towns do, which I find very funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like going through the cheap DVD rack uh, and found this, the Umbilical Brothers Speed Mouse. Yeah. I was like, oh, this looks funny. Mum, could I get this? Yeah. So mum got it for me and I think I watched it every day that week, that yeah. holiday. Uh, just blew my mind. And then, so when I got back to school in grade three, I found a friend, uh, Jordan Hood Murphy, who had also seen Speed Mouse. Oh, okay. So we bonded over that. And then when we went to a school camp that year, it was our very first camp, um, they were like, all right, we're going to do a talent competition. And Jordan and I were like, let's do an Umbilical Brothers bit. Yeah, okay. So really my first ever comedy routine was uh, performing an Umbilical Brothers bit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so they were, yeah, my first inspiration. Now, um, I think my, my biggest would be uh, Bo Burnham. Yep. Huge Bo Burnham fan. He, he's awesome, like multimedia as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um yeah make happy. His last special that he did. Yeah, is just just every time I watch it, I'll find something new. I'd be like, this is, this is what I try to be. Yeah, I don't know if I ever will be. Do you did you see his movie Eighth Grade? Yes, yeah, uh, I, did. I I didn't I didn't see it, but I've only heard great things. It about was brilliant. It. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, such a, a fantastic mind. Yeah. I feel, yeah, because we, because um, it's obvious from watching his stuff that, you know, he experiences quite a lot of anxiety and that's what Make Happy was about and that's yeah. what 8th grade was about, but from the perspective of a girl in the 8th grade. Yeah. Uh, and just, yeah, the way he manifests his anxiety is just, yeah, truly inspiring. Mm. Yeah. But he blows my mind. Um, who else? Uh, Ross Noble. Okay, yeah, I haven't he, I haven't seen him for quite some time. I've seen him more yeah. on probably talk shows lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, funny, he's just uh, in Melbourne over the last five weeks. He's done like a, a weekly um, room in Melbourne. Oh, okay. Um, it's like him and he'll have like three guests on. And just watching him perform, is kind of, it makes you want to quit. Yeah. Because you know? like, he just makes it up on the spot. Yeah, So right. he'll come out and do 20 minutes of just you know, saying stuff that the audience is inspired. Yeah. And yeah, that kind of thing blows my mind as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do a little bit of crowd work, but it's mostly calculated. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I kind of, you know, I can, I figure there's a, only a handful of responses I'm going to get from any question that I give. So I've got yeah. something for most of it. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to, not trying to do anything like that, no way. Yeah. I mean, I'm only six months in as well. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, that kind of shit. Big Jay Okerson's got a whole mm. crowd work special. Yeah, yeah. Sam, Tri Sam Tripoli? I think it's Sam Tripoli has okay. one as well. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's... You don't see that a, a lot these days, like a whole bunch of crowd work. Well, no. from... Especially, not in like the scene that we're in specifically. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, he's Ross Noble. He because I've seen him quite a few times live, and he'll do like a a two hour long show, mm. and maybe fifteen minutes of that will be written. Yeah, and even that's pretty loose. Yeah, so sort of like two nights in a row on one of his tours. And just even the written stuff just changed so much. Mm. And just, yeah, the flexibility that he has with his material is mind-blowing. Yeah, it's uh, the, uh, the closest person uh, to that in Australia at the moment is, I don't know if you know, it's quite funny, uh, Kyle Legacy. No. No. Some of your, your listeners may know Kyle Legacy. Okay. He's uh, kind of... <laughs> he's so funny. He's from Liverpool. And he's been in Australia for years. And, and that's all he does, just crowd work. Uh, and it is a, it's, it's quite a joke in the comedy scene that he'll often bomb. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I love Carl. But uh, yeah, love, because uh, I said to him uh, quite recently, I'm like, hey man, when are you going to start writing some jokes? Yeah. And his favourite response to that is, oh, jokes are for cruise ships, baby. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah. But no, anyone that can get up with no material mm. and just go for it, you know, even to middling responses at times. Yeah. As I know, that it takes a lot. That's nerve-wracking. It's nerve-wracking to go up with material that you know is good. Yeah. So to go up with nothing... And that's, that's I guess that's how, that's how, like, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, like, they all ride on stage, and yeah. that's, like... I mean, that's not me at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking to James about... Uh, he said that a lot of new comics will go up like that because they just think that they're funny. Yeah. But I, I mean, retrospectively, I think I've seen, like, I've definitely seen that, but, like, I've never thought that. I've just thought, like, oh, wow, that sucks. Yeah. I've never thought, like, oh, you've gone up with nothing and mm. you just think you're funny. But, um, yeah, I, like, he, he said that he was surprised, like, at how, like, written and tight mine was because he... Especially like, just upon first glance, yeah. I look very like confident or whatever, and um, so he just thought that's what he was gonna see as well. But yeah, um, yeah, um, no, I'm not, I'm not doing any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> well, I've only seen James perform once, and that was last week at Giggles. Oh, okay. And yeah, his comedy is just yeah, that's so like written, I suppose. Yeah. For lack of a more exciting word. Yeah, but then and his 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 show yeah. is not <laughs> Really? Yeah, so it's all um it's very similar to Shadow and Peace Over the World. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, tight five, loose fifty. Yes. <laughs> I, and what he said was just he's got a kid now, he doesn't have time to write. Yeah, right. So it's like I'll just do devil's advocate. People come in and write oh, indefensible yeah, statements okay. yeah. and he defends them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, just brilliant. I think he's just a well-read guy, and so mm. he sort of knows a little bit about everything, so yeah. he can, yeah, he can sort of work with that. Mm. Yeah. Whereas if I tried to do that shit and someone put anything political in there, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of Bruce Bruce? Um, no, no. He was. He was the, I think maybe the first comedian I ever saw on TV yeah. with my dad. Yeah, this right. big, big fat black guy yeah. making jokes about like Krispy Kreme donuts and stuff. And that's like, that was when I was, I was young, I was playing basketball already, but I was like, oh, if I wasn't playing, that's what I'd do. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, because right. of him. And then like I got into like Eddie Murphy, Raw and Delirious yeah, and yeah. all of that. And then in high school, I, I found Dave Chappelle killing killing them softly. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the one where he does the nine one one call. Yeah. Yeah. And I um I was like fuck like I I just want to do it I want to do it but I just couldn't I just never had the time until I retired and then yeah yeah that's great man yeah yeah I'm glad you found the time yeah me too yeah me too <laughs> wish I could have found it earlier. I get jealous like of you and Pete like so young yeah finding it and, like being able to get into it but I mean different journeys I guess yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and uh, you you play basketball. I do, Social? yeah. Or what do they call it, domestic? In yeah, yeah, domestic. Yeah, I am. Um, well, I started playing basketball. Well, I used to play AFL. Yeah. I started doing that when I was eight. I was like, yeah, I was such a weird kid. <laughs> like, I was both a sports kid and a theatre kid. Yeah. Uh, which usually they don't mix, but everyone respected me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I played AFL, like ADFL, Essendon District Football League, for four years. And then around that fourth year, I started getting more into basketball. Yeah. And mum was getting worried that I'd get injured from playing football. Oh, okay. So she was like, now play basketball. And then within my first season, I broke my wrist. And that was my first um, broken bone. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, that was uh, playing domestic. And then I started playing rep. Um, and I did that probably from age 12 through to um, I think the year I finished high school so 18 after the Coburg Giants Coburg Giants I reckon I played against them yeah yeah at the uh, classic oh yeah yeah the classic tournament or something yeah Dandenong yeah. Dandenong classic yeah no yeah. you probably would have I think yeah. I played against in them in our turquoise jerseys yeah yeah yeah. that was great I, I love playing basketball I um yeah, I just I kind of stopped because I didn't have time. Yeah, because I was putting so much into comedy mm. after high school. But then within the last year or so, I've kind of gotten back and just doing like a Wednesday night tournament with mates. Yeah, but it's just yeah, it's fun just to get out on the court. What's your team name? At the moment, we're called the uh, the Mangoes. The Mangoes. <laughs> have you? I don't know where you play or where my friend plays, but he plays in a team called the Pickle Farmers. <laughs> Right. Have you ever heard of? <laughs> I think I played them in Dandenong. Oh really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. it was a bit of a trek for domestic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, because rep you can travel really far for that. Yeah. So I think at one point I was playing like state level, and there was some games where I were traveling like three to four hours. Yeah, like in Victoria, because yeah. it's, it's bigger in Victoria. Yeah, like you've got those a lot more country towns. And higher, um, higher uh, population. Yeah. Country towns, whereas like country towns in SA, you got a couple hundred people, and you you're in and out. So we don't. We've got like a couple of country teams, yeah. but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's just yeah everywhere. Yeah. In Victoria, and poor old mum. You know, yeah. She was the one that was driving me around she, every Friday night. She she chose it. She yeah. Chose it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your NBA team? Uh, well, see, I'm, I don't really watch basketball. Oh, okay. Though I, I'd be inclined to say the Lakers. Yeah. But, you know, that's just out of... <laughs> Is that bandwagoning? Or? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think also because I remember um, younger, 
my, my dad's name is Stephen Ash. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a player for the Lakers called Steve Nash. Yeah. And I just thought that was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing a project on Steve Nash. Oh, okay. When I was like 11 years old. Yeah. And go, it's like my dad's name, <laughs> but the ends on a different word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my old man's family's all from Illinois, so um, yeah. So I'm a Chicago fan, so that's not, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I can't. I can't argue with you. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, do you spend much time around uh, the Frankston movie theaters? <laughs> Not anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, even I know to stay out of Frankston. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah it's a it's not a great area. Yeah. I mean it's it's now becoming nicer. They're gentrifying. They're, yeah, it's becoming gentrified and like the the train station since what I assume we're going to talk about yeah. now has been uh, remodifying. It's quite lovely at the moment. Yeah. But it does have a bad reputation. Yeah, because I played I played Siebel for a couple of seasons, so like yeah. we went to Frankston a fair bit. Yeah, that's that was always the jokes about the people in the crowd and stuff. Was yeah. like, yeah, sort of like Collingwood fans. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Collingwood yeah. supporter. There you go. <laughs> so no, so you're you're going to the uh, to the movies with your girlfriend. Yeah, and you you become a victim of an unprovoked attack. Is that? Yeah. So this was uh, yeah back in 2016. Um, yeah, just it was six o'clock. Sun's still up. Walking to the cinema, um, a group of four youths, is yeah. the word I'm going to use. Uh, like one of them asks if I go a cigarette. I'm like, no, I don't smoke, sorry. Keep walking. Next thing you know, he's run up and like uh, hit me in the head like eight times. Just with his fist? Yeah, well, I think just with his fist, but then it, it split my forehead open. Yeah, I saw um, the picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I had to get seven stitches and, and the... The ambulance like, surely he must have had something like a ring or... Yeah, right. But yeah, because it seems, yeah, strange for a head to split open just from a fist. But I mean, I suppose it can happen. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and they they got them, like, within half an hour. Apparently they'd attacked two other people that night. Um, and then nothing ended up happening with them. Because they were all, like, 16 or something. Yeah, wow. No, yeah. they are. They're doing doing great things for the community, probably. Yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're part of the government now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unreal. So, seven stitches. Now the, I think the headline that I read was, um, do you remember it? <laughs> what like local comedian yeah, gets yeah, bashed? Yeah, you're young local comedian or something. Yeah. yeah. Young, I think it was young local comedian gets brutally bashed. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I was on, I was on Channel Nine News mm. at one point uh, with me and my partner, uh, and <laughs> just the the name at the bottom of the screen just says Blake Everett, victim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> what an honour. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, every, well, you were ahead of you were ahead of your time because everyone's trying to be a victim these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I beat everyone. Yeah, you got there first. <laughs> yeah, and legitimately. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it was yeah, it was quite intense, but I um, 
I was I was doing a show at the time, an acting show, um, and it was. I think I only missed one performance, and that was. Yeah, I think it was the next night. So I was in I was in the hospital all that night, uh, and then the next day I felt pretty foggy. But then the day after I was back on the stage, uh, wearing a wig. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, to cover up the uh, stitches. But yeah, have you ever? forgotten your lines in a play or something um yeah of course um but i feel comfortable enough to you know kind of improvise around like if you know where the show needs to go mm-hmm. you can get your way back into it worse, so like, yeah worse to forget in a stage production or um comedy uh, in a stage production yeah because there's other people, other people. relying on you yeah so yeah, with my own stand-up, yeah, if I fuck a bit up, it's like I've only got to work hard for myself. Yeah, and you've but, got you've got other jokes that you can just sort of yeah like flow into or whatever. I yeah, guess. yeah. But if yeah, if you screw up, uh, yeah, like Macbeth or something. And I did. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get the lines wrong. I just completely forgot them. Yeah. And just walked off stage, and they just started the next scene. I guess. Oh wow. Yeah. That's, that's pitiful. <laughs> yeah, well, check this out. So I was away sick the day that they chose mm-hmm. the parts and they gave me the main role. Or maybe not the main role, but like I was the villain, whoever that Okay, was. yeah, yeah. And like I've got the most lines in the whole thing. I was yeah. like, I didn't choose this. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I'm behind. I'm already behind. Plus I've got to learn the most lines. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, and I wasn't really like passionate about it or anything either, yeah. so I'm not putting in extra time or anything. And then it came down to it, like we did the rehearsal, yeah. belted it out, no dramas. Yeah. And I guess it was my first well, no, time. It's, it's all drama. It's all drama, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first time doing anything on a stage, not a court. Yeah. And I guess I got, I guess that was, yeah, stage fright, I guess. Yeah, wow. Yeah. This story sounds an awful lot like a high school musical. I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's basically a... Oh, because the guy... Zac Efron. Zac Efron lo- he plays loves basketball. basketball yeah. And then starts acting. Yeah, That's your right. life. Yeah. You're Zac Efron yeah. in our generation. I wish I was fucking Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah. Stunner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. But yeah, no, I've forgotten lines. I, I was terrible in like early high school when we do uh, rock bands night. I just, I'd be hopeless at learning lyrics for songs. I remember one time I just forgot the lyrics and started beatboxing, <laughs> which is the worst way to... Uh, Second worst. Of, okay. Uh, scatting would have been the worst. Uh, uh, you know, I reckon that would have been better. <laughs> no way, dude. I yeah. hate scatting. I hate it. I hate it. It's for people, it's for people not talented enough to sing. And not talented enough to play an instrument. <laughs> and so they pretend that their voice is an instrument. I fucking cannot stand that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I love a bit of skibble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only guy that I give a I give a pass to is the scat man, because at least he scattered over music. He didn't pretend to be music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But it's so weird, because I think we were doing a song by um, Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, yeah, a really rocky song. And then I just got going, <laughs> 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 beatbox. 
It's like, no, Blake, just, just play the guitar instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you still uh, do, like, just music gigs at all? Um, no, I, I, it's kind of, it's hard. Because I used to write a lot of uh, original, like, more serious folky music. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's different because they're so similar, the, the way to approach those scenes. Yeah. Like the open mic comedy and open mic music scene. I find I only have time to do the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of Wheeler Walker Jr.? I know the name. He's a comedy, I mean, country singer. Yeah. But all of his, I don't know, I, I've heard him in interviews, mm. right? And he just seems so serious that I don't know whether his songs are supposed to be funny or not. Right. But they are hilarious. Yeah. Like he, What's he got? He's just got songs called things like um, Still Not Tired of Fucking You and... Um, <laughs> I th- yeah, no, I think I do know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, like Stop Being a Queer and Suck My Dick or something like that. Like, <laughs> like stuff like that. And he's like... Yeah, wow. Uh, but then like when he goes in these interviews, I'm expecting him to be like joking around and doing bits and he's just like real serious. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm... I'm very confused by his whole like <laughs> purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's baffling because there are there's some artists that really kind of yeah toe the line. Yeah. Of like, are you comedy or are you not? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. Now. Yeah. Did you listen to the Shadow and P episode? No. I no. Haven't. Well, we play a game. Yeah. Every every guest I have here, I get to play a game. Yeah. For the charity of your choice. Okay. Now, do you have a preferred charity? I, I, I haven't picked one. I, I'd assume something to do with the bushfires okay. would be a good choice at this point in time. Yeah, we can do that even though they've got a lot of money. They, you, you know what, you're right. Yeah. Let's give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, do you have a charity of your choice? I usually give to Movember. Yeah. Um, even when it's not November, yeah, that's cool. usually my choice, but, um, yeah, it's not up to me. It's up to you. you. You don't have a charity that you choose to donate to usually or. No, I, I often don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you love questions like, um, what, what's your comedy about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That makes me want to kill myself. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. or, or just, yeah, meeting someone in public and then go, oh, tell me a joke. And me having to go, I don't do jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do, so I do bits. Yeah. Like, I'll do a bit then. All right. Do you have your laptop? And yeah. A speaker? <laughs> yeah. And an amp. And, and a guitar. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I hate that. Yeah. What are you, what are your jokes about? Give us one. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're, they're jokes. It's just jokes. Like I'm not yeah. going to tell you my what do you want me to list off all my premises i don't i don't know what yeah i mean i could tell you what this show's about yeah the current show i'm doing it's really weird i play myself at several different ages throughout my life okay is there uh, costume changes yeah there's yeah. there's five costume changes wow in 50 a, minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but the show i describe it as a, a flashback of a flashback of a retrospective flash forward okay <laughs> Uh, which doesn't make much sense. No. But when you see it, you'll be like, oh, you know, no, he was right. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'll, um, what day do you start back up next week? Uh, March 12th. 
So I do, yeah, the 12th, 13th and 14th at 6.30. Okay. Yeah. I'll come along to that. I'll come along to yeah, that. No, I won't come the 14th. I've got a show. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe the 12th is Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably come to that one. No, that'd be great. Yeah. You and no one else at the moment. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> got time. You've got a week to do flying. Yeah. It's funny. They've moved me into the, uh, the bigger room at Ayers House. Oh, well. okay. So I was in the library, which was a 40-seater. Mm. And now they've shifted me into the ballroom, which is 100 seats. Wow, so, well, we'll have to pump this this out and give him a taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I get my um, I get I think I get my payment tomorrow or the day after. So we'll do some uh, some sponsored ads and things oh, like, great. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sounds good to me. Um, okay, charity. Yeah, we're back to charity. So, bush bushfires. Yeah, CFS. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. good. To Go me. CFS. All right, this game is called uh, Jessica Beale of Fortune. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm going to say straight up, no one's getting one. They won't have to answer questions about Jessica Pierre. I've chosen this game because um, because of your theatre background and acting background. Okay. So uh, this is a game where it's, it's very similar to um, Wheel of Fortune or Hangman. Yeah. And each guess of a letter costs you uh, $5. First guess is free. Um, we'll start, we'll start at $50 and gradually go down and what you are left with will be the, what the charity gets, okay. CFS. Um, now I've just got to do this so you can actually see what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'll give you a hint too. Okay. Or oh, that, oh, it might be too easy if I give you a No, let's do it. Um, it's on Netflix. Okay. Well, there's a lot on Netflix, so you haven't given too much away. And it's Jessica Beale's in it. Ah, okay. That's why it's called Jessica Beale of Fortune. It's yeah, a yeah. Jessica Beale vehicle. Sense. Yeah. 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 Um, so first guess. Dave Chappelle's special. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks and stones. Yeah. Bam. Um, uh, so, yeah, first guess is free. <sighs> this is. Now I've got to think what Jessica Beale's in. I would I would go more the hangman route I think yeah yeah because otherwise okay, you could do some letters yeah. yeah yeah good all right um let's let's start with a T uh no T no T no T but that was your that was a free guess that's all right okay all right uh, let's uh let's go with a with an E E uh there's one E in the middle of the second word. Oh, and for everyone listening, there's two words here. Six letters in the first word. Uh, eight letters in the second word. Um, and there is an E, the fifth letter of the second word. Okay. All right. And it's... that was $5. So we are now at 45 Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's go on A. Ooh. Two A's. Okay. Oh, this is, it's not looking good. I think the bushfires are going to continue. That's it. <laughs> that was this was their me. only chance. This was it. This. Um, oh, oh, man. <laughs> so let's try a C. Uh, do you have Netflix? Yes, there is a C, by the way. Um, do you have Netflix? I, I do. I'm sure you would have seen, you would have seen this at least pop up if you haven't watched yeah? it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, this is, this is too much. 
Um, also, I imagine this would be very, very interesting to listen to. Just, yeah. Just hearing yeah. a, a fairly unknown comedian go, oh, here's a, here's, here's a letter. <laughs> yeah, well, there, well, the video camera, well, I forgot to empty the, the memory card, obviously, but usually on the video episode, at least the letters go up on the screen. Yeah. But this is just for audio, so. Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah, this is enthralling. This is, <laughs> what a, oh. This oh is man. what gets the subscriptions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Let's, let's try an R. Uh, there is an R. Oh, great. Um, and it goes there. We're at $30. All right, we've got um, something, 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 AC, something for the first letter. I mean, first word. And something, something, R, something, E, something, A, something for the second word. <laughs> and that is commentary. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... Oh, what is it? <laughs> and we are at $30 for the CFS and only one wrong guess. Yeah, which is nice. Mm. That's my, my free one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um... Yeah, let's pop an H in. H is right there. Oh, okay. Well, that's promising. Yeah. So H begins the second word. Yes. Oh. And we're at $25. Oh. What, what could that word be? I'm just trying to think of every word that begins with H. Mm. For some reason, Hitler's the only word that's coming to mind. Well, that says more about your character than this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, try an I. I am disappointed to say that there's no eyes. Oh, no. Um, I'll give you another hint now. Yeah, yes. Um, so it's on Netflix. It is also mm. animated. Oh. Well, this changes everything. <laughs> animated? Yeah. Um, I've never watched it, so I don't know. It, it says that she's been a part of it from 2016 to 2018, so she was significant role, it, was, it would say. So it's... Uh, oh, okay. So it's Bojack Horseman. Yes. There we correct. go. Correct. Right. Bojack. Very good. Horseman. $20. To uh, the CFS. Oh, I'm so disappointed in myself. Um, no, don't be. There's been there's been plenty of guests that have got zero dollars. Yeah. Um, five dollars sometimes. Yeah. Um, but not me. I, done... I care. Yeah, I care we're about at, We're at twenty dollars. We could have played an easier game. Um, but uh, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have enough time. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I didn't have enough time. I I, I had enough time to research. A little bit about yeah. you getting bashed and things, um, but not enough to create a game because I, I try to customize the games these days yeah. for each individual. This is a fallback game that I, I play with um, either guests that don't quite fit into a category, so I don't know how to. Because um, I've got another game called Sourced Unsourced, okay. which is basically just true or false. Yeah. But I also like to fit that into where you would fit in. So it would have to be comedy or theater or something. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't create the trivia. So, um, we played Jessica Beale or fortune 
$20 to the CFS, add that to the, uh, to the, um, the tally, because I think we've, we've donated to the CFS already. Okay. Got a, um, we sell t-shirts and 5% go to a different charity each month. And we had one month where, um, it actually went off. So that, that all went to the, uh, CFS, which was good. Um, but yeah, Bojack Horseman. Congrats. Yeah, I'm now I'm trying to think who Jessica Beale was. <clears throat> probably probably not Bojack. No, that that was uh that was definitely Will Arnett. <laughs> oh, oh I love Will Arnett. Yeah, because I, I have watched all of Bojack. Oh you have? Yeah. Oh, is I it, just is it, finished so the it's gotta season. be worth watching then. Oh it's it's fantastic. But um, yeah. That's must have been a, a minor character. Oh, it must be because I'm doing a bit of scrolling bit here. Of scrolling. Look at this. Oh Christ. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. Jeez, and Lisa Kudrow wasn't in it that much. Oh, Jessica Biel as Jessica Biel. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember an episode with Jessica Biel? So she was in one episode of a show that ran for five seasons. Um, <laughs> hey, sometimes it's just the luck of the draw, you know? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I've done. I've done it. I've done the uh, game with most of her uh, <laughs> major roles. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, didn't want to repeat. But twenty dollars <laughs> is better than zero dollars. Yeah, fantastic. Um, thanks for coming. Debut twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth of March to close out the fringe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Buy tickets. Go for a good time. Here's some music. Uh, time travel um, <laughs> flashbacks it sounds almost like Family Guy I don't know no not at all. <laughs> Family Guy they have songs they do flashbacks regularly yeah. so yeah. there's parallels I guess <laughs> I I no I do I do not appreciate as much I do like Seth MacFarlane mm-hmm. But I do not appreciate uh, being known as the family guy of comedy. Okay. Forget that. I haven't seen the show yet, so I've got no idea. But um, no, give it a plug. Tell people. It's it's a it's a it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it's um well the, the show yeah, it's called debut. It's my Adelaide Fringe debut. Uh, or if you take the letter U out of that, you get debt. It's also that. Uh, yeah. So the biggest plug is really just to come and help me. Uh, be financially viable in life uh, and to ha- help support my, my poor old mum she's not old she's fine she's, she does more work than me she's, so, but I need you he's moved to the big room let's bring some friends and have a good time fringe is almost over let's, let's take advantage of, of what shows are left Thanks for coming. Thank you. Um, thanks for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the show, about debut, and uh, look after yourselves. Uh, this is Welcome to the Potty, and as always, bung bung. Baby, welcome to. Baby, welcome to.